Welcome to Zach and what's your name over there? My name is Franz. Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Welcome I'm to from Zach. The, I'm apparently from the Netherlands. <laughs> I thought I, originally I was supposed to be a German accent, but it, it's very fastly changed. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> My name is Franz. <laughs> Welcome to Zach and Franz have a podcast. Very good to be here with you to replace your fool of a friend. <laughs> huh, I can barely breathe over here. This is the best start you, of the podcast. You can't ever. find the air. <laughs> not, it's not in my I'm lungs. barely breathing and I can't find the air. <laughs> Don't know who I'm kidding. Imagining you're there. You remember that song from the 90s? Like, Do you remember <laughs> the song from the 90s? His name was Duncan Sheik. <laughs> Do you remember Duncan Sheik? No. He just had that one song and then he, he retired. <laughs> he made his millions off of belly breathing. <laughs> Never heard of him. Duncan Sheik. Look him up. Probably 1996 or 7. Uh, we, hey, welcome to the podcast again. <laughs> okay, we're going to start now? I'm waiting. <laughs> welcome to Zach and Stevie have a podcast. <clears throat> Stevie, yeah, I, 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 I drowned him. Now they have just the fronds. <laughs> Almost you, like you, the fronds. You drowned him? Yes. In <laughs> laughter. <laughs> I'm drowning in laughter over here. You're drowning in the day. I've got, I've got tears coming out of my eyes. The tear flew across the table, actually. I, I tasted it in the air. That's very salty. <laughs> it's much like our licorice. <laughs> Do you like the licorice? We got a game today. <laughs> Do you like the black licorice? With all the... Black licorice is the worst flavor. No, no, no. You don't understand where I'm from. They put the salt all over it. It makes it so much better. <laughs> put salt on everything. Yeah, you put salt on it and it uh, makes it taste so much better. It reminds us of the bitterness of life. <laughs> and also, salt. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to put the salt on, Zeki? Uh, let's see. Anything that, that's lacking flavor. Like the beginning of our podcast. Oh, there's plenty of flavor. It's just... <laughs> It's just skewed to one side of the table. <laughs> Are we going to get into this game or what? <laughs> is, it, is it my lead into the game? Is that what we're going with here? We got a game, Stevie. Want to play a game with me? I want to play. <laughs> the game is called Let's Rank the Summer Movies. Wunderbar. Yeah, we're going to rank summer movies. So how the game's going to work is we are going to, I'm going to say movie. No, you're not. That's not how we said the game was going to go. <laughs> yes, I would tell you the name of a movie. No. <laughs> Let me explain the game. <laughs> okay, explain a the very game. very confused European <laughs> accent. <laughs> All over the map. Sometimes it's northern, sometimes it's western. Mostly Ikea. <laughs> You ever been to the Ikea? I have. I, you know what? This is, might be a hot take, but I hate Ikea. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Their meatballs are so overrated. <laughs> I, I go in there and it, you can't get anything. 
Nope. <clears throat> it's all a showroom. It's all the showroom. They gave you a little pencil like you're going golfing. I and found a piece of paper. I once found myself sleeping in the IKEA. I got lost and I just slept in the bed. <laughs> and then I made it my home for six months. <laughs> you ever done that? No, never done that. Those refrigerators don't work. <laughs> my meatballs were spoiled. <laughs> my lindenberry sauce for my meatballs spoiled. Everything was rancid. Six months. So that's a long time. I think it was. I, I got lost. I could not. And then all the employees, they thought I worked there because of the accent. Because of the accent. They thought I was management. I sense. collected paychecks for six months. <laughs> I made 100000 a year. Because <laughs> they thought I was uh, upward. And I didn't want to correct them. Why, why, are, you, why are you here now? Boredom. Mostly boredom. Also the paycheck. I got a game. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, that, was, right. that was good. I appreciate the... That was commitment to a bit. You, you did. You did a good job. It was a dumb bit. I liked the bit. Five minutes <laughs> that we'll never get back, Zachy. Uh, I did a lot of laughing in that. I, I don't I, know. I think it's only because it's 821. Hey, Zach, we didn't even get into our announcements. Oh, yeah. We got a couple of We have of a couple of announcements. Just again, just, to, just in case you missed last week. Um, so June 3rd, Zach and I will be celebrating our one year anniversary of the podcast. Yay! Yes, that is something we're celebrating. We are incredibly excited to be bringing you that very special episode. It's probably going to be a long one. Yeah. It's also going to be the last one of season two. It's going to be the last episode of season two. We're going to take a little bit of a break through the month of June. Uh, we'll be back at the end of June, June 30th. Uh, so in between there, we'll just have reruns. Of the podcast. We'll put, we'll put in some of our favorite episodes. We'll just replay them. <laughs> Other podcasts do that. That's not unheard of. We could do that. Yeah, it's just going to be the B episode four times, and then we'll be back on the 30th. Because <laughs> that is our favorite episode. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, so we, we're really excited to be bringing you that, that one-year anniversary episode. It's really going to be something special for us. I'm sure it's going to be something special yeah. for you. And then we're going to take a, a very uh, nice little break. As I go up to Canada for a mission trip, Zachy's going to Alaska with his yep. family. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. We're going to have a lot to talk about June 30th. Yeah. June 30th. Don't start again. Now it's back to the podcast. <laughs> hey, it's me, Franz. We're back. <laughs> No, he's from Transylvania, yeah. apparently. I, I think you were from Transylvania the whole time. What? I, I was going to uh, tell uh, you. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah, you were like... Oh, so uh, I was just Count Von Count? No, you were like Adam Sandler playing that guy from that <laughs> Hotel, Hotel Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. All right, so, Zach, we do have a game. We are going to do the Blockbuster Countdown. Evidently, I was explaining the game incorrectly. Very incorrect, uh, and that's why I had to take over. Yeah. I came back My just bad. for that. It's okay, buddy. You it's, did your best. too late You me. tried your best. You yeah. tried your best. Yeah, because we're recording. So last week's episode and this week's episode recorded back to back on a Tuesday. Very weird at night. Uh, yeah. Our schedules just it's prohibited us. Yeah. But you know what? Anytime that I get to spend with you, Zach, uh, it's time well spent, buddy. I, I got on my glasses today. You, you look so good, buddy. Thank you. You I appreciate do. That. David Wallace sitting right across. <laughs> my my uh, sunglass clips, they don't fit on these that ones either. That was the funniest. <laughs> Zach has these sunglass clips from glasses. I'm sure it were it like was ten three, years ago. Three glasses, three glasses ago. It's funny how glasses got really small and yeah. then they got way really, big again. Way bigger, yeah. Yeah. So these glasses clips I got, I, I got the. There's a company online called, I think it's called Zenny. Where you it's order, called Great Clips. <laughs> no, that's where you cut your hair. Actually. Oh, great! I thought Great Clips was where you got clip-on sunglasses. No, for your that's glasses. not it at all. 
Go go back to IKEA. That's all all you know. Very good. <laughs> so Welcome I got, back. I bought these glasses online, and they came with a clip. Fondama. Perfect. So I could put the clip on this, and they were very thin. Yes. So when I got new glasses, I just took the clip from the thin old glasses yeah. and put them on my new ones. So <laughs> so it's kind of like I had. There's two- like an inch of glasses underneath <laughs> his so sunglasses clip. So it's good. Like so, the sun's above you. And it blocked the rays coming down, and I could still look down and looked, see what I'm doing with no like sunglasses in my life. like experimenting with a brand new form of glasses, like bifocals. <laughs> only the bottom portion is non-sunglass. Yeah, so if of, you see me out and about driving around, more than likely I've got my glasses clip just, on. And if I somebody look, would just I buy Zachy silly. some new sunglasses. <laughs> you should get like those, like, you know, the big ones that go over your glasses that yeah. you always see like older people wearing. Yeah. Yeah, you should get like, those. Like the second pair of sunglasses. Yeah, over it's top. like yeah, it's those. I've got a pair of those things. in my truck. You should. Okay, good. Get, get, get. I, I really do. You do? <laughs> I do. Zachy, <laughs> they were my dad's. That's okay. Well, they, they don't fit. Special. They don't fit. Yeah. All right, Zach. Game. Okay. Game. Blockbuster game. countdown. What we're gonna do is we're gonna name some of the potentially biggest movies of the summer, and then we're going to rank them in order of what we think they're going to gross yeah. domestically, not worldwide, because I don't care. About China. Yeah, that's right. China's not going to skew this. This is U.S. It's only for America. Yeah. So, domestically. Red, red white, and blue. What? Red, white, and blue. Okay. <laughs> I thought you like you started talking like Scooby-Doo there for a second. <laughs> red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should only record at night. This is getting good. All right, Zach. So here, here is the list of the movies coming out this summer. All right. Hit so, me. So the summer began with Guardians Volume 3. It's yeah. already out and it's already doing well. That doesn't mean it's going to be the top movie of the summer, sure. though. But there's potential that it's going to be the top movie. Then Fast X. The oh. tenth movie of that awful Fast and the Furious franchise. The only way that Vin Diesel continues to get work. <laughs> that's uh, that, that, that's that's the most legible sentence that I I think Vin Diesel's ever spoken. I'm Groot. I am Groot is like his only legible. That's right. He is in the Guardians movies yeah. technically. That's a shame. Uh, the Little Mermaid, the right. live action remake, because Disney has Mermaid. to cash in on every property twice. Uh, I, I think it's going to be terrible. I, I has, has it, any of the live action ones been good? Jungle Book, the first one was that the first one? One of the first ones. Oh, you mean was it the first one that was remade? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought I thought Jungle Book was actually good. It was pretty good. I didn't mind Jungle Book. I like Jungle Book. I like the original Jungle Book though, and I'm probably in the minority of people that actually like the original Jungle Book because it's a little weird. I like the Lion King movie redone but it was weird because the the eyes of all, all of the the characters yeah. they were just kind of strange too human it was kind of like dead human eyes. eyes on it was like like the polar oh the dead eyes like polar talking, express ma- like ma- chippendale rescue yeah. rangers movie they got the polar express eyes yeah all right spider-man across the spider-verse part one that's an animated movie that's an animated movie Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Zach and I's pick. Well, this, if we're gonna see one movie, this is the movie. I, we're I, see. I, I do want to see that movie, dude, because I loved Beast Wars, <laughs> and that movie deserves to be the best. Then you got Elemental, the next Pixar movie. Kind of, kind of like uh, what? What is it? My, my favorite movie. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. It's too late. What's the name of that movie? Inside Out. Inside Out. Yes. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Yeah, it kind of looks like Inside Out too. 
It does, but it's about elements and not feelings. But it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You have a fire inside your brain. I think it's my brain is on fire. Huh? Uh, you made me drink sugar. And, I did not. Now, <laughs> yes, you did. No. You said you need to wake up over there. Go get some sugar. You need to go get the sugar in your system. I got it now. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the Flash. Okay. That's the the the. I don't know. I don't know why DC keeps like. Putting out movies when they've already said that they're going in a completely different directions. It's like, ah, oh, we already made it. Let's just put it out there. The only thing I think that's going to keep this movie alive is people wanting to see Michael Keaton as Batman one more time. I think that's the only reason why uh, you want to see this movie. I'm not going to see it. I refuse to patronize. Give them money. Yeah, DC. I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's, uh, that's where he gets soap and washes himself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the most dad joke <laughs> of the night. That's good. Oh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Jerk. You can't joke like that, man. It's 8 30. <laughs> well, what else is Harrison Ford going to do? We're saying it's 8 30. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> what else These is Harrison- guys are acting like it's 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Harrison Ford can't, he can't be. He's 80 years old. Listen, man. If he any- can get a good lather. If, that's about it. If anybody could pull this off, it's Harrison Ford. That's true. All right. Yeah. That's not true at all. I think Harrison Ford as as a person is pretty lame. But as a as a as a character, Indiana Jones, he can do it. Indiana Jones or Han Solo. Anytime you want to do it, buddy. <laughs> 90 years old, be Indiana Jones again. I don't care. Uh Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. I didn't know they were still making those movies, but apparently Tom Cruise still needs checks. I yeah. don't know. Zach, there's a Barbie live-action movie coming out. What is that going to be about? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. What does Barbie Guess do? Guess who's in it. Just Guess, you remember last week we talked about the Goslings? Yeah. Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling plays Ken. Oh. There you go. There you go. Haunted Mansion is getting a remake. I, did anyone watch the first one? Nope. Okay. Nope. Actually, you know what? Actually, Haunted Mansion actually made good money. Did, there's like a Disney ride. Did it come from? Did the movie come from the ride? Ish, ish, ish. I mean, it's based on the ride. The new one's based on the ride, but still, they got like a bunch of actors in it. I'm like, is this supposed to be a kids' movie? Is well, the first adult? one was like a kids' movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, don't mess with Eddie Murphy, man. I ain't messing with anybody. The Meg Two, The Trench. You know that's gonna be a blockbuster. <laughs> Watch that end up being the number one movie of the summer. <laughs> All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are back with Mutant Mayhem. It's an animated movie. It looks really good. It's it's animated. I didn't it know is. that. Yeah, it's it's. A they very... gave up doing live action. Yeah, it's so it's animated almost in the same style as um the Spider Man movie. Okay, so it's got like that kind of unique look to it. Look. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. It looks it looks interesting. Uh, Gran Turismo based on the racing game, not not Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Which very would, different that, thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a rated no. R movie. Yeah, that'd be rated R. We're trying not to include anything rated R in this list. And Blue Beetle, which is another DC movie that probably was already in production and paid for before James Gunn took over the DC universe. And Blue Beetle, if you don't know, is actually one of the oldest comic book superheroes. It's a Volkswagen. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's Herbie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Herbie. Drive That's around. the secret. Yeah. The big twist. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> and the twist at the end is it's actually just Herbie. 
It's Lindsay Lohan's return to films. Yeah. It's Lindsay Lohan and Michael Keaton, and he's playing Batman in that too. No, I'm just kidding. Blue Beetle is it's basically Iron Man in the DC universe. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have our list. All right. Let's do it. Go. Music. All right. Lights down. Music on. Here we go. All right. Zach, what was your number 10? What do you think is going to be the 10th highest grossing movie of the summer? Barbie did not make my list. Barbie did not make your list. No, it didn't. Okay. But I went for number 10. Did you look at my list? Why would I look at your list? I don't know, because you said that like so matter-of-factly, like, oh, I would never go with your list, because my number 10 is Barbie. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't go for that. Number 10, I put Transformers Rides of the Beast. Okay, you don't think it's going to do real well? I mean, it's top 10. De- of, of the summer, not of the year, of the summer. Right, of the of the summer. I, yeah, I don't think it's going to do that great. Okay. I, I mean. Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> so. My, my opinion. And we are going to revisit these lists. Yes, we're going to the, t- tape at, them to our wall so we can look at them all summer yeah. long. And then at the end of the year, we're going to do a podcast where we yeah. revisit. Yes, exactly. Once Blue Beetle has run its entire, because it's the last movie getting released of the summer, is considered like the summer of summer movies. Once that has run its course, we will tally up and see who was the closest. I, th- I think there should be some sort of punishment on the line. We will think about that, but there will be a punishment. I think, I know I know what the A room of balloons for me. <laughs> no, no, no. I think what we should do is we should have hot, the hottest chicken wings we can find. What, what are the... Make a video of it? Yeah. Okay, we'll, deal. We'll make a video. We'll, we'll do our first video podcast. All right. Fair for, enough. For the enough. revealing of this. All right. Okay. We got, that, mean, that gives us plenty of time. Yep. So in season three, we will have our first video <laughs> podcast. Wow. Woo! We finally did it. Yay. We finally made it. All right. So number 10, I have Barbie. Zach has, what did you say? Transformers, Transformers Rise, Rise of the, the Beast. Beast. Okay. Zach, what's your number nine? Number nine. I went for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie. Zach? Yeah. I also put Teenage oh! Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem at number nine. Oh, nice. I think it's going. I think it's going to do pretty good. I don't. I don't think it's going to do amazing, just because I. Th- I think they've kind of lost that. The franchise has lost its steam a little bit, but I think it's going to be intriguing enough to get people to come. Okay. Out, so yeah. All right, number nine. Number eight, Zachy. What do you got? Number eight. I put Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Ooh, Part you're One. A little low, man. That's a high-grossing series. Is it? Yeah. All right. Well, I. I. I think people are uh, run their course on. Maybe, maybe everybody's sick of that, you know, that running style of Tom Cruise, <laughs> back straight, almost lean backwards, and, and arms, he's got his his hands his, up like he's his razor, like he's chopping hands. bread. Yeah, or he's chopping bricks, <laughs> midair. All right, I have that was your number what eight number eight, eight. number eight for me is Transformers: Rise of the Beast. All right, so you have that a little bit. I'm putting a little bit higher than you did, but yeah, still low on the list. Yeah, I think the Transformers movies have definitely run there. <laughs> yeah, I don't like all these franchises. I think are slowly dying. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number eight. Zachy, seven, seven. I feel bad about this. But I got Indiana Jones at number seven. Zach, I put Indiana Jones at number seven <laughs> Did as well. You as well? Yeah, I, I, that I, list I, is very close. I know. I don't feel bad about it uh, because it it I think it has the potential to be really bad. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it. You would think the Indiana Jones movie I, I would hear know, all kinds of I know. stuff. It doesn't come out until the end of June, so it's still a little bit early. But like this, this is probably that. I mean, from everything we understand, this is Harrison Ford's last go around as the character, and yet we're hearing nothing about it. And yeah. It, does not look 
Not, it doesn't look good. I don't know, man. I'm nervous. Like, literally my favorite character. Yeah. You don't want him to get all, out of flames. All of, you know, of all the, you know, characters in, you know, in Western movies. He's the greatest. He's the greatest as Indiana Jones. So, yeah, number seven. I'm right there with you, Zachy. Number, number six. six. What do you got, Stevie? Number six. You want me to go first this time? Yeah. Little Mermaid. Okay. All Little right. Mermaid, number six. I, I have Spider Man, Spider Verse. Oh. Okay. Yeah, animated. I got that number six. Do you not even have it on the list? We'll see. Well, maybe you do. We'll right. see. Uh, yeah, Little Mermaid. I, I think anything Disney puts out live action will get a pretty decent audience to come out to. I don't think it's going to do as good as. You put Melissa McCarthy in something. I'm is not. She, I'm definitely not. Is going she to, Ursula? She's Ursula. <laughs> She'd be a good Ursula. She's annoying, dude. Everything <laughs> well, she's in, she's the same character. Well, it's, Ur- and she's not. She doesn't have that. Ur- like Ursula is intimidating. Yeah. It's scary. Melissa McCarthy's annoying. Yeah. So yeah, I don't understand how that works, but whatever. So number six, Little Mermaid. You had Spider Man. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Okay, Zach. Now we're in our top five. Number five, The Flash. The Flash. The number Flash. Five. Number five. That's the, is that the sound the flash makes? I don't know what he makes. <laughs> zoom! <laughs> he goes, zoomy! Wee! That's what, what he have? does. I can't stand how the flash in these modern movies, his, ans- his arms flail around what like runs? they're made out of like rubber bands. Yeah, what is that? It makes him go faster. Terrible. What's your number five? Number five, I have Mission Impossible, Dead okay. Reckoning Part 1. You have it up yeah. there a little bit. I think it's, I think it's going to do better. All right. Yeah. Number four. Fast X. <laughs> Number four. Zach, you yeah. know how insanely popular that stupid series is. That's why I got a number four. That's a five, good number four. That's a good number. Okay. 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 Yeah. Hey, Amy, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. What do you have a number four? The Flash. Okay. I think the Flash. I think I, honestly, I think anything with. It, it, you got Michael Keaton returning as Batman. I think that's the only thing that's going to be a selling point for that movie, especially with all the all the adversity that's already faced with uh, a very troubled uh, lead actor. I, I don't know if anybody's going to go see that, but having Michael Keaton dress up and say I'm Batman one more time is cooler than anything. <laughs> so, so you think people uh, will go just man, for that? I'm going to go, that, I, I, I'm going to go see. I'm going to see it eventually. Yeah. All right. Maybe not in theaters, but yeah. Okay. Number three. Number three. Little Mermaid. Whoa! I got it high. I think it's gonna do well. You think it's gonna do well? I don't think it's gonna do that well, but I think it's going. To, it's gonna make money. Yeah. It's gonna make that, money, Zachy. I think domestically. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what we're doing. I think it. Yeah. I think it will do well domestically. I'm saying I don't think it's gonna do well internationally, but that doesn't matter. Not for our game. Not, not our list. This is domestic this only. Right, right, roo. Right, right, roo. <laughs> Raggy. <laughs> What'd you have for number three? Fast X. Okay. I have got Fast X okay. number three. I added it four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Zach. You made this big thing about uh, four, uh, four and you added three. <laughs> that is good, yeah? <laughs> we, don't, we don't know over in Germany. We don't know. It's all good. We, okay. lo- we love the movies. <laughs> How are we gonna how are we gonna figure out who wins this? You like the licorice? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's closer, dude. Alright. Whoever's closer. Alright. And you know what we'll do? Whatever our number one is, we'll say whatever like We might have the same two. One I two. don't think so. Because you haven't said we no. haven't said my one and two. What's your number two? Elemental. 
Yeah, I don't even have Elemental in my top ten. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't think it's going to do no, good? I That's the only Disney animated movie coming out. Yeah, Pixar's Pixar's been garbage. And oh, okay. unless they pick it back this, up again. This is going to make or break it right here because I've yeah. got this number two. Yeah, well, you what, do. What do you have at number two? Guardians. Oh, wow, you're number one. I might not even have on my list here. Well, that, you do. <laughs> I think Guardians Volume 2 is, is the number you know, the number two movie of the summer. Okay. Zach, what's your number one? Guardians. Guardians. Okay. I got number one. Spider-Man Across the Universe. You got Spider-Man number one. Listen, that first movie did exceptionally well. Um, Spider-Man is a very big property, and I, this movie's got a ton of hype, so I think it's going to be the number one movie of the se- se- year, okay. or I mean of the summer, potentially the year. I think it's okay. going to be the biggest movie. You think so? I, I, it could be. You know a lot more about movies than I do, and, and you follow that stuff. You look at, like, I have no uh, idea. I'm just Zach, guessing. if you followed last week's episode, I don't follow a lot of this stuff anymore closely, but I'm still interested. Yeah. But no, dude, I don't, I don't look at any kind of news or anything anymore for movies. Yeah. I just don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Well, that's but good. This is, this is something to fun. Be, to me, this is just going to be a fun game to see who's the closest to get being right. It's almost like, for me, like with this now, it's uh, it's like filling out a bracket for March Madness. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I like I, I don't know anything about anything, but this is my guess. All right, so I'll do my ten. You do, you your, do your ten. ten. I'll do my ten. Go ahead. Ten. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Nine. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Eight. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Seven. Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny. Six. Spider-Man: Spider-Verse. Five. The Flash. Four, Fast X, three, Little Mermaid, two, Elemental, one, Guardians. Okay, my 10 is number 10, Barbie. Number <laughs> nine. You're going to really eat crow. But <laughs> Barbie be number one. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. There's no way. Number 10, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't have Barbies. Every guy had Barbies. I didn't have a, didn't have a Barbie. I, everybody had you Barbies. Did not have My a, mom told me all boys have Barbies too. You did not have a Barbie. No, I didn't have a Barbie, Cyrus. I had. Did you? I had uh, uh, Ghostbusters. That was my thing. I had like the Ghostbuster house or the not like the the firehouse. The firehouse. Yeah. yeah. And you could put the slime in the top. There was like a grate. Yeah, and like, dude. Go down through dude, the grate. Toys in the eighties were so much better. I know. Nothing like everything had ooze that came with it. Yes, the slime. GI Joe had ooze. <laughs> everything had ooze, <laughs> just blasting out of everything. Remember, did you have that uh, the cre- creepy crawler maker thing? Heck yeah, creepy crawler maker. <laughs> you put the you put the like smelled the, terrible. <laughs> you put the little plastic in there and cooked it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, toxic those fumes are. <laughs> I know. How we made it to thirty eight and thirty nine, Zach, is beyond me. We need to bring that back. That'd be a good thing to do up they, front. They bring back creepy crawlers. Can, can we get one? We need to get one for the teen ministry. We need to get it up yeah. front, and we'll, we'll. I mean, most team ministries have a creepy crawler machine. We'll cook them, and we'll it's hand them out. It's not the same, man. It's, it's not. It's not the same potent toxic chemicals as it that used to be. Sm- you bring that, that smell. That, if I would smell that smell right now, it would bring back memories when oh I was gosh. ten. Oh gosh, hundred percent, not ten, dude. We were like five. Five. All right, whatever. Starting over. <laughs> Number ten, Barbie. <laughs> Number nine, TMNT, Mutant Man. Number eight. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Number seven, Indiana Jones. Number six, Little Mermaid. Number five, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. 
to infinity and beyond. Uh, number four, The Flash. Number three. Fast X. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Three, and number one, Spider-Man Across the Universe, Part One. All right, we'll that's see. it. You're probably gonna win. I think you actually. I think you have the better list. You I'm think? gonna be honest. Yeah, I think you have the better list. We'll but, see. But hey, we'll see at the end of the summer. With our first video podcast, and one of us is gonna be eating potent wings. I mean, that might be the beginning of season four. Who knows? I forget. <laughs> I don't know how long this is gonna be. <laughs> Who knows? But Zachy, until like, let's take uh, until then. We're going to take a break until September. No, that's not true. No. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into our topic for the day. All right. See you in a minute. All right. Bye. All right. We're back. Zeki, we have a topic. We do have a topic. For the masses. Something we haven't talked about before. No, we've never. And you know, it's it's rare to talk. I, I find it rare to talk about because I feel almost uncomfortable talking about this sometimes. And it is a necessary part of, of our faith and uh, what we do because um, it is essential to help the church run and help the church do what it does in its community. And I mean, there's a, a list that goes on and on and on about why giving is important, but you know, it, it also is one of those tab, it could be a taboo subject because of what giving sometimes becomes in some churches. I mean, I think what sometimes gives giving this negative out, uh, look out on in within Christianity is uh, like televangelists and um, people that like make it all about like send in money and you'll be blessed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it gets misconstrued, but there's there's a real heart to what tithing is and yeah. what giving is and the sacrificial nature of it. Sure. Um, and so we thought, you know, we would take some time. Like we, we've never talked about this before, but we thought, you know, better late than never <laughs> to talk about. Find something to talk about. It's episode 65 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea how many episodes <laughs> deep we are, but yeah. seven, I think. But giving, I mean, you would, I think you would agree with me that giving is one of those really difficult things to talk about that like, that often doesn't get talked about because of how poorly it's received. It's been handled and received. Sometimes, I think, yeah, you'll go into it. I've heard this before. You go into a church, and all they ever talk about is tithing and, and giving. Money, 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 money. Give, give, yeah. give. Yes. Because the, and so when you get in the church pew, you think, <clears throat> well, I'm just a consumer. Or, I mean, I'm just like a like a shot. Like, they're, they're using me as a way of getting money. So they're talking about it, making me feel guilty about, you know, and, and, and yeah. wanting to squeeze every last penny out of me. And that's what's kind of what you think about it. Can gets represented. I mean, and like yeah. I said, I mean, that's what really gets. You see that a lot in like the televangelist thing. I mean, and that gets even uh, misconstrued mis- and and you know contorted way out of what God's plan for that was. Anyway, because I mean, you get into like send money, send this amount, and you'll be blessed, or you'll receive a miracle, and all yeah. kinds of weird promises and. You know, it's people. It's it's people like that that take advantage of Christianity. It's a real shame. I mean, and and they're going to be held accountable for that kind of stuff. But like giving yeah. in and of itself is important, right? Um, but we have to connect the dots here to answer the question of why is it important, Zach? So, 
Um, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and you kind of. Well, I guess let's start by defining what we're talking about. Yes, here. When we're talking about giving. <clears throat> we're talking about tithing, mm-hmm. and the idea is that you give ten percent. Like that's the number that's given. Ten percent. Tithe of, means a tenth. Yes, ten percent of the money that you you get, you give first to God as a way yes. of of saying that you know you've blessed me with this. I'm going to honor you with the first fruits of, of what you've exactly. given. Exactly. Right, and that it's comes not, from yeah, it's the best of what I have to offer, not what I have left over. You can have right, yeah, and that comes from Genesis, right, where Abraham gives ten percent of yes. his to Melchizedek, which yes. is the, the priest, you know, yes. of, of Salem is, mm-hmm. is the, the guy's name, right? And Melchizedek's kind of this weird figure in Scripture. You kind of see him there with this story of Abraham giving ten percent of his stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, doesn't show up again until like the book of Hebrews in the New Testament, yeah. where Jesus is described as our high priest, and he's and he's greater than this Melchizedek figure. That's exactly. where Melchizedek comes back in. This weird, weird like <laughs> random it Bible. Is, it character. is kind of ra- yeah, it is kind of random in that sense. Um, but the idea is that you know Jesus is our new high priest, and he's so important yeah. that you know Abraham, who's the father of the faith, he he gave ten percent to this guy. Mm. Now Jesus is greater than this guy. All right. And so that's where this 10% comes from. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like the tradition that, um, because the father of the faith did it, that's how we are to to do it as well. So when you, when you get get your paycheck, whatever that may be, you know, 10% of that goes to God as a way of saying, yep, I'm going to give it to you first because you are the most important thing in my life and you have blessed me with this. And it's, and it's a, it's an act of trust as well that, that, I'm going to give back to you and and not because you're going to bless me abundantly, but through faith, you are going to, to meet all of my needs and mm. I'm not going to be um, strapped down in my mind to, to money mm-hmm. because I'm willing to give a chunk of it, you know, 10% of what I got yeah. to you, God, mm-hmm. trusting that you are going to meet my needs and, and, and not trusting myself in that. Exactly. Aspect. Yeah. No, it's another example of us living sacrificially. Um, it's, it's laying down something that we are, I, I mean, if there's anything that couples fight over more than anything else, it's money yeah. It's because we're usually strapped and we're usually, you know, trying to make everything work and make, trying to make ends meet, right. uh, in a lot of ways. And God's saying, trust me, trust me. Yeah. Because like, especially and, if you're struggling financially, it seems silly if, if you don't have a lot of money to take 10% off the top and then you don't have that to pay bills with and stuff. Yeah. But the, the truth is you are trust you're then putting your finances in the hands of God yep. and trusting that I, I trust you more than I trust my current situation or, exactly. or you know, what, what I, where I am with everything. But it's usually the very first thing, like as soon as money gets tight, it's the very first thing that people are like, okay, I'll stop tithing. Yeah. And then it's like, people struggle even more because it's yeah. like, I'm not trusting God. Right. And it's not like God's trying to teach you a lesson or anything, it, but it does. We're removing God from the equation. Right. Um, you know, when we give that, we're, we're committing ourselves to trusting him fully and completely with the thing that is essential for like life in a lot of ways. We sure. don't have food without money. We don't have a home without money. We don't have right. clothes on our back without money. Right. Um, so, I mean, we're saying, you know what, God, I can live better off the 90 than I can the right. 100, but that's like the thing that fear makes people fear the most because like, 
uh, this is the thing that helps me live. If I don't sure. have all of it, how am I going to live? And God's like, man, I'll bless. I'll, I'm going to take care of it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but here's the deal. I mean, it still takes proper stewarding of our funds too. Like you can't say, I'm going to give God this 10% and then I'm going to go crazy with the other 90. <laughs> no, God's calling us to a responsibility because now that we have less, we do have to be more conscious, sure. like conscious of what we're doing with it and right. praying about it and being mindful of it. And like, okay, God help me meet the, the needs of my life with what I have remaining. Cause I trust you with that. And he does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- this one thing that you know, I, I struggled with this concept when I was a kid. Okay. Um, for a multitude of reasons. Sure. But, like, my money was my money. Mm-hmm. And this is the selfishness of a child, right? I cut grass. Did you cut grass for money when you were a kid? A couple. I did some. I, I went to my, when I was at my grandma's house, yeah. she would have me go cut the neighbor's yard. Like she, not her yard. No, my grandpa. Are you kidding me? My grandpa would not let me cut his yard. Like his like, yard was his very, baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so, meticulous yeah, about yeah. it. I go. I go cut the neighbor's yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would go cut my grandpa's yard because he did not care. What oh, really? Look like at all? No, I wasn't my grandpa at all. I mean, I mean, I destroyed his yard sometimes, <laughs> and he still paid me, and it was like not even a question. And then he's like, "Go, go cut the neighbor's yard. They'll pay you too." <laughs> Yeah. I was like cutting other people's grass. <laughs> and the thing was, you know, I would get that money and immediately my brain would go to, okay, what can I get with this? Sure. And my grandpa was very, I mean, he was a very devout believer. I've talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. before. Um, and he wanted me to have the fullness of what he would give me. So if he gave me $10, he'd give me $11 and say, tithe that Interesting. $1. Okay. That way you still have $10. Which I loved, I love the heart of that. My grandpa loved me that much. He's like, I want you to still have that. Yeah. But like, it, I missed the point. Yeah. And so I would have the, the, like, it was like, okay, well, I didn't really need this dollar anyway. So bloop, right? And I had this, I had this um, jar in my room that I would put my tithe money in, and then yeah. I'd eventually take it in to the church. But then I got to a point where I didn't want to give any of it. Yeah. Because that's my money. Like, yeah. why do I have to give it? And then I started spending that tithe money because it was like, well, I just saved all this extra money up. And, like, it was like, I mean, it was a pretty penny after a while because I'd, like, saved up, you know, I'd been putting that 10% away. Yeah. And then I just spent it on myself. Um, and, I mean, the whole thing was I, I missed the point of why it was right. important and why it was something I should be doing. And the whole idea is, like, God's blessed me with a job to sure. do he's blessed me with money and now i'm i'm robbing his kingdom of right. that 10 10 and sacrificing it to him so that he could use it for his glory and for his kingdom to continue to be built as i mean that's the whole idea of why we give 10 percent. i mean we give it sacrificially mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't always connect the dots and see like what it actually does so it doesn't get, i mean sometimes it gets talked about but sometimes it doesn't but like everything out of the church operates on the generosity of the individual that comes to the church. Right. Um, you know, it's, and it's not just the, the pastor's paycheck. I mean, is that part of it? Absolutely. Sure. But when you come to, you know, but there's like all the missionaries that we support, all, all the, uh, the lights, the lights on in the building. Yeah. All the, <laughs> the heat, the, the heat, the water, the, yeah. uh, 
the the vehicles that help us allow us to go on hospital visits or make deliveries or do all these different things it's all dependent on the giving heart of the individual mm-hmm. and without that we're unable to do that so i mean it's a twofold system i mean we're blessing god but it's by it's but god's then using that to bless other people to show us like hey, this is what you could do on your own. It's to get people into the heart of giving in general. Mm -hmm. And people then come to the realization, well, I don't really even need the 90%. Mm -hmm. I could live off 80%. I I can give my tithe and then I can offer up even more. I I could give here and give there. And come to realize that, like, I don't need nearly as much as I think I need. Yeah. Like, a lot of the things that I'm buying are just things that I want, not that I need. And I love seeing other people be blessed by it. Sure. God's trying to teach us through all this <laughs> to have a giving and generous heart. Right. You know, it's not just give me, give me, right. give me some. It, it, I want some. I want my share. I did this for you. Now you do this for right. me. It's it, like, no, I want you to be generous. It's where our heart is. Yeah, it's exactly. It's where our heart is. Right. Um, I, got a, I got something. No, go ahead. One of my theology classes in college, the professor was talking and he was a pastor as well and he he was a professor too but he he gave this analogy not analogy but the story and and i'm interested to hear your take on it mm-hmm. so he would talk about those in the church who didn't have money and they would get money from the benevolence okay and he kept getting frustrated because he would say the say the person got five hundred dollars and they had a five hundred dollar bill or something to to pay, so the person would gain the five hundred dollars from the church and then that person would give ten percent fifty back, and so um, as as like a tithe that they got the money. You understand what I'm saying? So the the, the professor was saying, he, he, so the question was to the class. Should that person who got money from the church then tithe it back? His response was, no, I mean, we, we get, we're blessing you with this. Just keep Gift. the blessing and, and take it. Or should the person then who has nothing but got this gift then give 10% of it to God as a way of showing thanks for gaining this gift um, and then keep the 450 Yeah, I mean, I think that could be answered two different ways. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Maybe maybe we're maybe we're seeing it from a different way. I mean, I, my, my first response is if the heart of that individual is saying like I'm so blessed by this that I want to give back ten percent, then by all means give ten percent back and and say like I, I can make this work with the ninety. That's awesome. On the other hand, if they want if they need the full five hundred and it's been gifted to them, and they need to use it, by all means use all of it. Like because it was gifted to you to do. Exactly yeah. what it was meant to do. It's benevolence. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on the heart of the individual. I think that's one of those things where there's not a wrong answer, but you said there is a wrong answer. So I'm interested in what you're <laughs> Well, you it was more the response of the, the, the person teaching the class. He was kind of like. He was irritated. He was irritated. Well, that's, that's a heart issue. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it was more on his end that well, it, he was irritated. With, with the thought that that person would need to tithe. Why? If that makes sense. Because the, uh, in, in the way that he was describing it was, you know, this person is in need. And 
you know, that the tithe should come from, you know, we, we have it, we have a, a blessing mm-hmm. already. And so we're giving from the blessing that God's given us. And in our time of need, whenever, <clears throat> excuse me, whenever we gain this gift of benevolence, <clears throat> we keep that in our yeah. time of need. And then when we get out of that time of need, then we begin tithing again. Exactly. Yeah. So that was his, his thought. <clears throat> and I feel like that's robbing that person of their blessing from God, from gi- from gi- giving yeah. in their in their time. That of need. that that's not yeah. That the issue there has nothing to do with the money that was given. It's the heart of the giver. Okay, in that is my take on. It. And I, I I'm not judging. I I don't want this to come across like I'm judging him harshly, because I understand where he's coming from. Um, you know, we we give, but like, want, Zach, if I give you a gift, yeah. It's yours. Yeah. If you want to sell it, if you want to get rid of it, if you want to throw it in the trash, it's yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it, I mean, what bothered me? Yeah, but it's, it's none of my business ultimately because I gave it to you freely. Like yeah. I bought this to give to you. Or if like if you were in need and you said, hey, I need $1,000. And I was like, here's a blessing, buddy. Whatever you need to do with it. Yeah. Do with it, and you sp- spend it on what I don't think is is worthwhile. Fancy, fancy record player. Yeah, if you buy yourself a better record player than me, <laughs> I'll be a little bit irritated uh, because I'm like, well, I thought you had or need like your family needed food or something. Uh, but ultimately, uh, once once a gift is given, it's none of the business of the giver. Yeah, to to have any kind, of, I should have no like, now now. If it if it was the other way around now if that that person was given five hundred dollars and then they spent it foolishly instead of using it for I would say I can't believe they did that but to have any issue with somebody being like oh god I just can't believe you came through like this this is amazing I want to give back so that somebody else can be blessed with this that's great shouldn't we be celebrating <laughs> the fact that someone that, that was my thought yeah absolutely that, yeah that's why so I we are was... on the same page yeah that was my thought and i think of and jesus telling the story of the the widow's might right mm-hmm. <clears throat> she the story of the, the the one person giving out of their wealth yeah and giving a lot yes right and then the widow just putting that little little mite a little piece of copper or whatever in there yeah. but in in her poverty she gave more yeah. Of what she had, yeah, right, and so she got, and Jesus said, you know, she she gave more than that other person did. Yep. So I, I feel like I don't know. <clears throat> I was just interested in that because it's a it's a measure of heart and faith than it is amount. Yeah. I mean, it always will. It always will be. That's always what it's going to come down to. Is um, I gave because I want God to be blessed and glorified he doesn't need money right it's what he does with it that that matters and um All right where's your treasure i yeah, want my treasure to be in heaven yeah exactly and i mean we spent a lot of last episode really talking about this is we get out of whack and out of balance with what really matters um and i think money is definitely one of those things that holds the the uh, has the strongest grip on our on yeah. our lives because uh, we freak out about it if there's not enough, or we overindulge if we have too much of it. And the thing is, you know, we should always be thinking, how could God use this? Yeah. How does God want me to use it? And then what could he do with the rest of it? Right. You know, if I'm going to f- spend it foolishly on things that are not going to get me anywhere, then I have right. the wrong heart behind it. You know, and, and that, now if you're a millionaire and you you give 
generously yeah. of it and you have a nice car and a nice house and a nice watch like that's that's your prerogative right. like you have a higher income so you could but if you're still giving like 10 percent or beyond that right there should be no shame in that right. and but i think there's a freedom in being able to give yeah it in, in in that particular scenario that i was giving you it's almost like um she's that that person, their freedom has been robbed by by the person who's giving, in, in a sense, because um, they're given to, and now I've got this 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 amount of money, and because I had nothing before, and now I've got this little bit, and you know, I I don't I don't want money. What I want is a blessing from God. Exactly. Right. I don't I don't have physical blessings to begin with because I don't have money, but now I've got this amount of money. And you don't want me to give to God and, and gain blessing in that aspect. Mm-hmm. What 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 I what I have now is I'm still kind of stuck in in my lack of physical blessing, lack of God blessing because I got this amount of money and I'm just using it for myself. Mm-hmm. There's freedom in the fact that I'm saying, okay, this all this that I have, I'm now giving it to you, God, mm-hmm. and I'm gaining favor in in your kingdom, right? Exactly. Because that's really what it matters. And so that person that's kind of looking down upon the person that gave the you know, you give the gift and you look down upon the person you gave it to because they give back to somebody else. That's kind of like oppression in, in a kind of way. Like, yeah. don't get don't get a blessing. I want the blessing. I gave yeah. you this money. I want you now to I use it all. I want good about it. I want my blessing out of yeah. this, you know? And so that's what that's, I kind of think. I think yeah. it's kind of a messed up thing. That's a very of. messed up system. Uh, you know, once, well, like, it's none of our business. What, it, once we give to the church, which is really giving to God, yeah. it's none of our business. After that, as long as it's being used for what it's supposed to be used for. For example, if we give to benevolence, we find out benevolence is going into like a Lamborghini fund, <laughs> you know, right. that's, or that's bad, or or you know, or a, a private jet. You yeah. know, some of these you see some of these like you know televangelists with their you know ridiculous right things. It's like something's wrong there. Like right. definitely something wrong there. Oh, we got this off of book sales. <laughs> well, I don't. I I highly doubt that. Uh, but you know, when when it comes down to like benevolence doing what benevolence is meant to do, or missions giving, or um, you know, or just giving to the church in general, like to just keep the lights on. Like I I don't. I just need to know that the church is being a good steward of my money, and that's like that's and that's why churches have business meetings and pre-business meetings. So you know exactly what's happening. So everything's above board. Um, So like outside of that, we don't need to know on an individual basis how everything's being handled and how people are responding to it. Like the blessing is immediate, not eventual. It's I've given it to God. That's my blessing. Right. Not, okay, God, I gave it. Now what are you going to do with it? It's like, that's no, 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 no. Yeah. The blessing is immediate. Like in knowing that God can use it to do whatever he needs to do with the people that he's called to do ministry, I'm done. That's yeah. it. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I yeah, I think I think giving kind of gets a bad rap sometimes because it is misused. Right. Uh, in some cases, not in all cases, a very small percentage of cases I think it's misused. Um and I'm saying that on the global scale, uh, but I think on the individual church basis, I think it's used 
used correctly when it's governed correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Zach, I don't. Yeah, it's just a it's a topic that just don't talk about a lot because I think we should, probably should. Money gets weird, man. Yeah, pe- money makes people weird. Yeah, um, people put up walls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I think we should give to God as as we feel fit yeah. to give to Him. Um, I think ten percent should be the standard. But it's between you and God ultimately, and the blessing is in knowing that He's going to use it to do something awesome. Right, and that's it. Right, and it's, then it's the faithfulness of of us. Yeah, and what better way of of showing that we are faithful to God than yeah. taking what we need to live on? Yep, and laying it at His feet. Exactly. Make the first ten percent. I can't. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. And don't wait until you see what's left over because you'll never do it like you'll just you'll do it out of obligation because right. it's and, like and that's eh, the it's the upside down uh, that's up that's upside down and god's in 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 the way our heart should be we yes. don't give god the leftovers yep <laughs> we give god the first fruits yep and that's our way of saying we you're, love you and trust you you're the most important thing to me yeah and i want to give it to you first yep i think that covers it zach i mean yeah it's not a hard and fast like <laughs> thing that we're trying to beat over your head but is, we, we also want essential. we also don't want you to be robbed of your blessing exactly exactly right? because so, this is something tangible that you can do to honor God yeah and and yeah done in wisdom it could be a beautiful thing yeah so for Zach and Steve up podcast I'm Steve I'm Zach we'll see you next time all right see you Franz goodbye welcome me <laughs> we'll see you the next time <laughs> bye bye Auf Wiedersehen <laughs>